top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good morning. This is the morning news for today, Friday, September 9th for 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. Dominica Freedom Party leader Bernard Ito claims that based on the number of youth dying so far this year, Dominica's life expectancy is expected to decrease. Wherever it happens, local. A growing advocacy movement against hair discrimination in St. Lucia, Hear Us Out, is calling out for students who are denied access to the classroom due to schools' grooming policies to be allowed back in. And Queen Elizabeth II, the UK's longest-serving monarch, died at Balmoral Castle yesterday at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years, and her eldest son, formerly Prince of Wales, is now the new King Charles III. When it happens. The news is brought to you with the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises and Discover Dominica Authority. The details of these stories and more coming up next. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Creole Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Creole Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles. Nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And welcome back. First off in the news, according to Bernard Ito, leader of the Dominica Freedom Party, the number of young people dying is expected to lower Dominica's life expectancy. This is based on statistics on the number of facilities or fatalities that have been occurring thus far. He continued saying that because of this, Dominica will soon rank amongst the nation with the lowest life expectancy. He was speaking on last night's Dominica Freedom Party and Freedom and New program on Wednesday. I read somewhere uh, that soon, uh, with the new calculations, Dominica's life expectancy is going to come down because so many young people are dying now uh, that they're dragging down the statistics where we will soon be one of the few countries in the world where life expectancy is going down rather than up. Almost every country in the world, life expectancy is going up. And soon, uh, it looks like if this trend continues, life expectancy, the calculations, the average will come down. Uh, and we must be alarmed at this. We must be alarmed at this as citizens. We must be alarmed at this as a country. And you have to ask yourself, what's going on? What is going on in Dominica? What is it that is leading to such poor health outcomes 
and such violent death and, uh, and, and accidents and, 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 and those sort of things that are leading to uh, such high rates of morbidity in Dominica. And I think it points to something that we've spoken about at other, on other shows, the lack of the government to develop institutional capacity to execute. Ito continued by saying that the Dominica Labour Party government has the ability to work with external partners, such as the Chinese governments and others, to secure funding for the construction of monuments and buildings. He claims that whilst a hospital could be built, there was no service to support it. The government, as we've said, is able to collaborate with outside partners, the Chinese and so forth, and other, other folks to get funds to build monuments, buildings. <clears throat> they can build a hospital building, but where is the true hospital? Where is the true healthcare? Because the true healthcare system is not the building. The building is one component. If it is physical capital, it is a component of the healthcare system, but it is not in itself the healthcare system. And the healthcare system in Dominica is poor. We have one element of it of a, of a hospital that looks decent, but the health system, the capacity to deliver health and the capacity to deliver good, deliver good health outcomes to Dominicans is simply not there. <clears throat> no one is doing the institutional building, the capacity building, the training, the human capital development, the procedures. The, 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 the laws, the rules, the regulations, the, 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 the discipline, the values, none of this is being built into our healthcare system to ensure that good health outcomes come about. And that was the leader of the Dominica Freedom Party, Bernard Ito. And the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Dominica states that an individual has the right to freedom of association, which means they can be part of a union without being threatened. And this right includes the right to join a union, according to Mrs. Dele Coffee Weeks, Vice President of the Dominica Public Service Union. She continued by saying, having the voice of experience, a person is one of the best things about being part of a union. Speaking on the DPSU program on Wednesday evening. This is your right. This is a right that is enshrined in the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Dominica, your freedom of association. You can belong to a union without being threatened. And the beauty of belonging to a union is that you have the voice of experience. So should something be happening and you don't know how to deal with it, there's somebody who has a lot more experience than you, they can give you advice. From where I sit in the DPSU, the worker is not always right. And we at the union, we advise our members accordingly. But you have to learn to listen to the voice of reason. If there is a situation that is bothering you with your workplace, you are asking for certain things. Simple things like garbage bins in the offices. Of course, people are working in an environment you expect them to generate garbage. There has to be a receptacle that they can dispose of their garbage. Wicks stated that based on the example she previously provided, she hopes institutions and employees are interested in working in a healthy environment and to not leave the trash lying around, which will attract rats and violate occupational health and safety laws. And I'm also hoping that staff members are interested in working in a healthy environment 
And so they don't leave their garbage all strewn all, all over the place to encourage the presence of rats and roaches in a workplace. All of this is what we're talking about when we're dealing with occupational health and safety. But simple things like that, that can actually make our lives easier. For me, I think it is better that I know that there is a bottle of paracetamol somewhere, just in case I have a headache. And that was Mrs. Dele Coffee-Weeks, Vice President of the Dominica Public Service Union. And martial arts expert and entrepreneur uh, Shahan Shana Robin shares some deep insights into what it takes to be an entrepreneur and a master of your destiny. Master Robin was born in the Commonwealth of Dominica and began training in martial arts at the age of eight and according to him, after being bullied and told that he would amount to nothing in life. Using negative criticism as motivation, he has overcome many challenges, becoming a master, a teacher, followed by the creation of his own martial arts fighting system, Universal Martial Arts Academy, International Robin Ryu. Ashihan Robin currently holds a seventh degree black belt and he's also a recipient of the uh, Services Medal of Honor Awards for his outstanding contributions to his country in working with the youth for martial arts. He holds multiple gold medals in almost every aspect and every level of the art, as well as medal service honors from the President of Dominica. He is two times triple crown karate champion and a motivational speaker as well as an author. All of these accomplishments, according to Master Robin, begins at first with one's mindset and work ethic, statements that have been received virally over social media and heartily by those seeking to better themselves. This is what a lot of the gurus don't tell you. They tell you, oh, become an entrepreneur. But not everybody has a brain of an entrepreneur. Not everybody was born to be an entrepreneur. You can be if you really train yourself to be. But you have to start somewhere. And what you, what you do is that you start working a five to nine job. And you go in before everybody. You leave after everybody. You put in more. Even you're getting paid less. And that's how you start developing what you call our CEO mindset. That's how you got to raise. That's how you become the supervisor and the manager and become a partner, a shareholder of a business. It's because the CEO or the owner sees that you're putting in more. You're putting in the same kind of effort that he would actually put in for his business. So before you start thinking of becoming an entrepreneur and starting your business, I'm an advocate for all of that. But I'm trying to tell you, you got to change your mindset because it's not easy. On the grind, 24-7, because guess what? People keep getting what they're getting for thinking what they're thinking. If you're thinking mediocre, you're going to receive mediocre. So if you're lazy in your thinking, you're not going to have a good business. You might start up for six months, and then you're going to lose your startup money, which is called your capital, and you're going to lose out. So I want to tell all of you guys out there, learn a trade, start a business, but be a hustler. Grind. Be willing. To work harder than your employees be willing to work harder than everybody else that's working for you be willing to put in the hours that everybody else is not willing to put in when people are sleeping you should be studying and getting yourself going and getting yourself bomb ready for the next day peace out until next time stay blessed and that was a triple crown karate champion motivational speaker and author shahan shana robin and the Trade Minister, Ian Douglas, well, City Local News, the Ministry of Governance, participated in celebrations of International Literacy Day, which had had its subject being transforming literacy 
Learning Spaces. The goal of this year's theme is to promote lifelong learning through the creation of new, transformed, and enlarged learning spaces. Ministry officials say the occasion presented by this year's commemoration will allow them to reconsider the basic significance of literate learning environments in fostering resilience and guaranteeing high-quality, equitable, and inclusive education for everyone. They hosted a book fair at the Adult Education Division in this endeavor. Sydney Local News a call for more open-minded and educated approach towards mental illness have been sounded by the youth of Dominica as the realities of mental wellness affects all. Entrepreneur and founder of Julie Roberts Foundation, Ms. Julie Roberts, and content writer, CEO, and Generation Y, Dilma Basia, shared their experiences and views on mental wellness in present society. Ms. Roberts opines that the support system play a critical role in one's mental health and should not be taken for granted understand my support system right. because my mental health has been plugged into that support system for so long or my mental health have had the crutches of a support system to be dependent on for so long mm -hmm. that I need my support system. So it is definitely something for people listening out there that if you were not cultured into having a mental a system, a support system, mm -hmm. not a financial support system, a mental support system where you have people that you can say, I don't feel well today, or I'm not sleeping well, or this happened at work, or you know what, I just, I'm wondering about death. Or, you know, I just want to go have some dinner. You know, just things that you just want to say, right. things that you just want to say to yourself, like things that you want to say to yourself. If you don't have people in your life that you can actually say these intimate things, these mundane things to, you need a support system. And that is one of the first things that you can do in order for you to know that you're on a journey for a healthy mental stability. And that was entrepreneur and founder of Julie Roberts Foundation, Miss Julie Roberts. Meantime, content writer, CEO of Generation Y, Dominica Dilma Bastia, highlighted the fact that many are struggling with mental issues that they themselves may not be aware of. And this affects each person differently in the absence of the right support system. It has so many of our toxic behaviors. Um, eating behaviors you know so many things are because our mental health is not as balanced as it should be and if you don't have that support at home or that person that you can call on the phone or that prayer that you could say to say keep going don't give up mm -hmm. try to get a scholarship it's not over try another alternative most of us didn't have that growing up yeah. you know and if you don't have that then you never get to that place and then that weighs down as depression you know so mm -hmm. so a lot of mm -hmm. these things we we some people might sit back and say i don't have a mental I don't have issues with my mental health. But we all struggle with our reality versus what we expected yeah, as an adult. The fantasy. Yeah. And that was a content writer and CEO of Generation Y, Dominica Dilma Bastia. And still in the local news, the much-anticipated Free X Free Basketball competition is once again bringing new energy and a new avenue for the sport of basketball in Dominica. Free X Free Basketball has played a three-a-side team with one backboard using a half-court. According to an ESSC business school study commissioned by the International Olympic Committee, Free X Free is now the largest urban team sport in the world. The tournament is broken down into parts. Here's more. Uh, there are four single-day tournaments, weekend one, 
Saturday and Sunday, weekend to Friday and Saturday. It costs $50 per player for any two tournaments, $100 for all four. The winner of any single tournament gets the full credit for the other two. Second place gets half a credit and third place gets a quarter of a credit. The teams who get the most points combined from the four tournaments qualify for the grand finals. They get their customs jerseys, free extra ball and a chance at the grand prize selection to the national team trials and possibly a tour to the Latin America Cup in Puerto Rico in 2023. Speaking on last evening's Sports Wrap program, President of the Dominica Basketball Association, Peter Ricketts, encouraged persons to participate as well as being optimistic about this sport moving forward. Well, we're going to have four tournaments held on four different days. So Saturday and Sunday and next week, Friday and Saturday, we will have a pro circuit. So all teams um, will be expected to play in all of the all of the tournaments and the teams with the highest amount of points will be the ones who make it through to the finals this year and then we're introducing the first ever pro cup which will be held next week sunday now the pro cup is going to be um, held as a march madness style so it's just going to be a knockout of all the teams from the qualifiers and that way every game played will have uh, the, the feel the vibe of a finals we anticipate that it's going to be very exciting and um, we will have prizes for these teams um, from the from the Pro Cup. So this is the first official DABA event since COVID. Um, I know we've been... Teams should be developing their athletes in the, at the community level. Then we should be having district tournaments that the top teams from out of the districts then feed into the national tournaments. So you know the players who play for your community, for your for the teams from the communities, the other persons in the community, the patrons can identify with these athletes and come out to support them. Truly at the national level, saying yes, these are our boys, these are our girls, uh, these are men, these are women who are competing, who are representing the areas um, that they represent. And that was the president of the Dominica Basketball Association, Peter Ricketts. And in other news, while it awaits an audience of the St. Lucia Education Ministry, Hear Us Out, the growing advocacy movement against hair discrimination, has called for students who were denied access to classrooms because of the school's grooming policy to be allowed back in. The group calls for and followed press releases from the Education Ministry, stating that it will undertake a review of existing grooming positions at school as to what hairstyles children can and cannot wear ministry at this point to not hide behind a press release that they have and to come forward and actually address the, the issue head on. It's important that when we have one person is too many, if they're denied access to their education, their right to an education because it is their human right because of the way they groomed or the way that they, hear their, they, they wear their hair. That's the tidal wave of, of discriminatory practices and bias coming down the line. And unfortunately, the ministry didn't address it over the summer because we had an open letter and a call to sit and meet with them. There were other more pressing matters. But I think now that we can see that this is um, of national concern and of, of huge importance to address when we have boys and girls being denied their ability to express themselves. In its because if, we're, if we are honest with ourselves and not dishonest, we would actually acknowledge that there are racial 
and there are class issues in St. Lucia that we need to address. You know, it may be easy for people to say that in the 70s that we had Afros and people were allowed to wear it, there was a black movement, but that was the same time the Rastafarian community was being denied access and being asked to cut their hair. So we're a society that still has internal race issues that we're conflicting and fighting with, and this is but an example to say, look, we need to remove it. We can't have people wear their hair, you know, or not wear their hair in a particular way or ask Rastafarians to cover their hair. You know, this is a kind of policies that we want to see removed that allow people to, to live freely and, and, and get us closer to emancipating ourselves from mental slavery. Also in other news, Queen Elizabeth II, UK's longest service monarch, has died at Balmoral Castle at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years. The Queen came to the throne in 1952 and witnessed enormous social change, and with her death, her eldest son Charles, the former Prince of Wales, will lead the country in mourning as a new king, Charles III, and head out uh, state for the Commonwealth 14 country member states in a statement, Buckingham or Buckingham Palace says the Queen had died peacefully in Balmoral yesterday afternoon. To bring you, this is BBC News from London. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. In a statement, the palace said the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. BBC Television is broadcasting this special programme reporting the death of Her Majesty the Queen. And that's the morning news. Here's a recap of the headlines. A Dominica Freedom Party leader Bernard Ito claims that based on the number of youth dying so far this year, Dominica's life expectancy is expected to decrease. A growing number of advocacy movements against hair discrimination in St. Lucia, called Hair Us Out, has called for students who are denied access to the classroom due to the school's grooming policy to be allowed back in. And Queen Elizabeth II, UK's long and service monarch, died at Balmoral Castle yesterday at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years. And her eldest son, formerly Prince of Wales, is now the new king, King Charles III. The news was brought to you through the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises, as well as Discover Dominica Authority. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. As it happens.